Hello everyone and happy holidays and a happy new year. My name is Fiona and I am, of course, one of your co-hosts for the DM's Book Club, a podcast where we talk about some Dungeons and Dragons and how we might implement them in our role-playing campaigns. So we're currently on a break due to the holidays and other bits and pieces and hopefully we'll be back soon. But to tide us over till then, I thought I'd share with you something a little special. Listeners will know that I have never really ran a fully homebrewed D&D session. And what I mean by that is a session where everything in it, the characters, the setting and the story, is something that I have written or come up with myself and not from a pre-written module. Well, thanks to this podcast and to Ryan, our other esteemed co-host, I was able to create my own original setting from scratch back in episode 21. Holder on Hill. As a way to say thank you and to round off our year as a podcast, I would treat both Ryan and two of our regular guest hosts, Sir Sam and David, to a holiday-inspired one-shot. And this two-parter episode is the results of that one-shot. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed running it. And just to finally say thank you. Thank you so much to everyone for supporting us during this last year. It really means the world to us. And honestly, we can't wait to see what the next year holds for us as a podcast. So thank you. So without further ado, here it is. Here is Holder on Hill Brawl Room Blitz. So that happened. Another hour goes by. People are still looking at this god-awful painting. <laughs> People are getting drunker, but there's still no sign of the lady. Well, I'm, I'm getting slightly nervous now. Yep. Yes. You keep checking. You keep checking behind the curtain. Your thing's I, still I there. Yeah, still there. Um, make a perception check, actually. Go ahead, Oh, that's probably not going to do it. Whatever it is I'm trying to do. Um... I really want to sabotage whatever David's doing, but I don't know what it is yet. 14. 14. Um, as you're checking the side, uh, you're checking the curtain, you let the curtain go back in. Oh, you think it's still there. And you notice your eyes sort of taken to a little plaque that's put on the wall, uh, which you hadn't really noticed before, because obviously you've been so engrossed with your own curtain and, and your own sort of experience. And, and it's a little plaque that's sort of on the stone wall. And it says, the Braun Forge Ballroom, established by its patron, Lord Adric, in dedication to Validia. And then underneath, in a little sort of different sort of italic script, it says, in order to understand the truth of the matter, one must know where to start. Count on your enemies to reveal the source of the secret. And this ballroom is dedicated to the defeat of all monsters within, my love. But there is... There is a comma between within and my love. <laughs> so it's not like within my love, within comma my love. Well, how perfectly odd. Uh, steady on, lads. Uh, remember, I was looking for the cue. And I... The curtain does this as well. <laughs> they know that job. I turn downstairs and um yeah you know what my intelligence isn't great no i go back to trying to find the uh, the the most eligible looking man and woman who look bedable <laughs> okay make a perception check <laughs> that's where the rolls come in 22 <laughs> it's two <though>. <laughs> <laughs> she's there just handing out <laughs> 
<laughs> drink. Your eyes. <laughs> yeah, it is Toby. Well, Fuck it. Well, Easy well, enough. Well done. <laughs> Easy enough. I, I saddle on my captain. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Bertrand, what are you doing? <laughs> Pan away. With a sound plot, David. <laughs> I was talking to Captain Toby, but seeing Grand Champion Vizier Rurik Baldrick, Guardian of the Royal Swans, I know what's happening, and I very quickly leave. <laughs> um, I'm also concerned by uh, the lady's absence, and I will start asking the staff if she's merely just doing her usual solitary wanderings around the manor. Uh, yeah, so you start asking like the, some of the waiting staff and so oh no, we've not seen her. She's not not been out of her room all day. Um, we, we could go try and fetch her for her. She knows it's happening. Um, but, you know, she, maybe she's not feeling, feeling well. Um, maybe it should be one or all of us. If I can extricate the other two, we will maybe go and see if she's okay. Of course. Can you uh, look after things here for a while? The waiting staff person looks around, and it's pretty chaotic at this point. People are, are dancing with each other, a couple of people slapping on each other's back. The Umpire Band, the tempos are different depending on which part you're stood in. <laughs> it's like very fast on one side, very slow on the other. Uh, Lloyd is trying his best. <laughs> the ice rink is it's definitely pools of water, and the kids are splashing around in it. Um, one of the adults is like, what have you got there? And go, a knife! <laughs> no! <laughs> 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 Running around the top of the horn. And then the waiting staff's like, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of it. There is a certain order in chaos. Um, uh, champion Vizier, uh, Captain Jove, the lady is missing. Maybe we should inquire and investigate. I think that's a good idea, but our friend here seems like he had something to say to me. Well, yes, uh, yes, yes, darling, uh, Bertie. Uh, you've been at sea for many moons. I hear it gets quite lonely. I do Maybe. know my way around a few seamen, if that's what you're asking. Fuck me. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> Jesus. How about you know your way around one more? No. <laughs> Got you. Playing hard to get. What's the problem, Bertie? That out of the way, I think we should go and try and find the lady of the house. Well, yes, I, I, yo, darling, I, I do quite agree. I feel that uh, she's going to miss my very lovely surprise, and the boys and I have been working on this for many moons. Really? Yes, yes. Bertie, I've been so busy. Have you not noticed? Yeah, well, your, your activities are always a mystery to me. Tell me, are your boys... Well supplied. I wouldn't want to get them bored. And I look towards Captain Tove and her fountain of whiskey. <laughs> well, they're, they're a little bit beyond such petty trifles, but uh, you're, you're considered noted. <laughs> I will I'm see that. Sure. Yes. In fact, <laughs> I think you both find it incredibly poetic. Let's go see if we can find the lady. Yes. Okay, so you're all you're all gonna go try find Lady Validia. Cool. Flirtation scene over. That will be in the director's cut, no doubt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you you make your way back up the stairs, and again, people. Are, again, you look back onto the scene. People are still dancing and having a good good time. It's chaotic, but manageable. 
you know and you sort of there's a moment you take that to yourselves and you go it's good this is really good but any later then and lady validia sees us or you know it, it could tip either way so you make your way out into the entrance hall, and then again, like you see, like the different statues of the animals and the big stuffed owl bear that's sort of in the entrance hall, holding various keys, and and maybe it dangles like a hammer. Someone's left there, really weird. And you start making your way up the stairs, and you get to a door. Um, opening the door, you come to uh, a huge second level with various rooms peeling off, and you all three of you know the way to uh, Lady Validia's chambers. Uh, you get to the door; uh, it's currently closed. Well, (laughs) I feel that uh, discretion is the better part of that, especially when dealing with the lady. (laughs) Survey, kick it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is very tempting. Does it look like it's locked? Um, it looks shut. Hmm. Sort of peer. I knock. Yeah, you knock. Um, a moment passes and you hear a voice. Um, who is it? And you'd recognize it as Lady Validia's voice. Uh, it's Captain Tole. Uh, is everything all right in there, my lady? Oh, uh, please, enter. No, I can get up. <laughs> <laughs> you just get ready to wind up. So you open the door, and in this room, it, there's a very sort of office style. You have a huge, grand sort of oak desk. The window behind it, again, looking out onto the beautiful snow-covered gardens, a fire off to one side, and just this place is lined and lined with book after book after book, beautiful leather-bound, you know, colours of greens, of reds, of ambers. And sitting in a chair, adorned with sort of um, the sort of Ashenkraut sort of seal at the back, is uh, Lady Validia. You can see she's been writing quite a bit. Um, her hair, beautiful copper locks, sort of braided back, uh, wearing a beautiful dress, and she's just writing various things. Hello, sorry, um, I got caught up with work. Um, h- how is it going? I perform the most over-elaborate bow ever. Okay, performance check. I push him and he's like as low as he gets. Fucking yes. <laughs> Disadvantage then. <laughs> Seven. You go, your your nose, you think it's going to hit the ground, and then it does, and you sort of almost keel over, because Kirby's just doing a gentle, like, that into your back. I recover you... by doing a press-up and pushing myself. <laughs> <laughs> you see Lady Validia sort of, like, smirk, <laughs> and it's like, gentle counsel, people, how can I help you? Well, we are simply quite waiting for your attendance, my lady. The party is a ghost of its mere self, a spectre, a whisper on the wind without your presence. Uh, Why did I not choose to play a bard? I, I, I don't know. Um, but also, I, I, feel, I, I feel I wouldn't be too much fun, you know, um, right now. And she moves back from the desk, and the chair itself moves. And out from behind the desk, as you all three have got to realise, this chair on eight mechanical legs starts moving across. Uh, and you see now she is strapped in and is moving the sort of chair with a little uh, sort of thing on the top of a beacon stone. I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm not one for dancing anyway. And I just think I'll just be, well, a bit sort of overseery. So I don't think I, I'm needed there. No, I, I just... Look, I just, uh, you know, Adric loved these sort of things, and I 
I'd rather, I'd rather, maybe not this time. If that's okay, Councilman. I know you put in so much, so much hard work and stuff. I, I mean, I can hear the, the joy and merriment um, from downstairs. It sounds like the ballroom's been put to good use, but, well, ever since, well, I've not been in since um, the renovations were completed, so. Now, my lady, you're, you're a lady I could hang my hat on. You're, you're straight up. What's, what's up? What's wrong? Some, someone's troubling you. I just, I don't think I'd be any fun at this party. I'm just, look, I know you've done so much for me, Councilman, but I could not run Holder on Hill without you. But I just don't think, I just don't think it's right. And I'd, I'd rather be left alone. I appreciate all you've done, but I, maybe for tonight, just. My lady, if I may. I understand that setting into such a place is painful. And as you yourself know, and secrets I have only shared with you, losing one or not being able to be with those you love is the worst of pain. But your people need to see you, even just for a moment. Make a persuasion check. Natural one. <laughs> she s smiles sadly and goes, "Thank you, but I, I think it, it's quite best if I stay." Also, um, Grand Champion Bazaar <laughs> Murik, please maybe don't share too many more of those secrets with me. If we had a HR department, it probably wouldn't go down very well. <laughs> Does this seem anything specifically of? about the lady beyond normal, you know, grief. Make a insight check. I was thinking. Yeah, but anyone, you can all three of you can make insight checks. My rolls are being trashed tonight, 12. It's double digits. Um, nine. Yeah, that's a single digit. Um, 26. 26. <laughs> <laughs> ladies get ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bertram and Grand Vizier, um, Rurik even. Um, I mean, you know, all three of you know Lady Validia is, uh, she's very reserved and has been sort of more withdrawn over this past year with the disappearance of her husband. It is not out of the odd behaviour for her. She is, has her moments of sadness, I guess. It's that sort of thing where you remember something and you can be in quite a downer for a while. So you'd recognise that. And Captain Tovey, you recognise this most of all, this the sadness in the room clings to her and you know downstairs all that joy all the energy and stuff is there but there's just none in this room it's just sad and but there's nothing specifically that's happened she's just a sad person at this you, precise point at this precise point presumably because it's been a year since um sure King Ashen Root, oh, so Ashen this Root is Trump. specifically an anniversary Mm -hmm. I yeah, it's the night that point. Yes. Uh, I see orcs. <laughs> what I was going to say was looking around the room, are yes. there signs of notes or letters or other deliveries that may have arrived along the lines of the painting that we received this evening that may indicate that she's got something else on her mind? That is a very good question. Make a perception check for me, please. Come on, Blondie. Uh, 
26. 26. Nice. Very, very nice. Um, again, you, you, it's like, oh, what, what your eagle eye, like CSI. Um, looking around the room again, you see as of the fireplace, there's maybe a, a teeny tiny portrait of the king. Uh, I keep saying the king, Lord and Lady Ashmore. And actually looking at it, you're like, oh God, my picture downstairs does not look anything like him. What? Okay, moving on. Um, that's, that's not what I see. That's no, what I see. So you, I see... You, you, see, you yeah. see what you need to see. You see on her desk, again, various sort of letters of state. And again, having a quick glance over, obviously reading it upside down. Um, you know, there's stuff, business matters and stuff, but on top is an invite to the grand opening of the Braun Forge Ballroom. Uh, and it says in letters sort of established by uh, Lord uh, Adric Ashenbrood for his Validia. Um, so knowing that not only is this ball sort of commemorating the past, the disappearance, but also the opening of his ballroom, which he is very connected to. Um, so you think that's probably a big sort of source of reminder. But other than that, looking around, there doesn't seem to be any like mysterious parcels or giant paintings that have just appeared. I will give you that. Well, uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's not our stable to be bucking him. If you need uh, your space, I understand. But what, what should we do with the rest of the evening? Do we send the guests away? Do we keep on entertaining them? Oh, no, they, they've, they've come here for a good time. I wouldn't, it would be bad taste to, um, to, uh, to, to leave them. Um, please, please let them enjoy themselves and, and leave later. I, I, I might come down um, later. Maybe, maybe I'll grab, maybe grab a, one or two of your, your fine drinks. I hear, Captain Toby, you have brought some a special um, for the party, and I'd, I'd like to taste that. Well, that I have, but that's unfortunately something you'll have to come see. Um, <laughs> but in the meantime, and I take out a bottle of rum and stick it on her desk. <laughs> she smiles, and then one of the legs sort of goes, <laughs> picks it up. <laughs> it's only just out of her reach, but she does it. And she, she grabs it. Thank you. I appreciate your kindness. And sort of motions for you to, to leave, if you should choose. I bow. I wake him to bow and push him. <laughs> <laughs> this time, however. Yep. You're ready for it. Ready. No, no, I'd say you're ready for it. So you manage to like, Bleh! and again, you see sort of her smile as if she's used to these fucking antics. <laughs> if possible, can mm -hmm. I turn the over elaborate bow into a leg sweep? <laughs> All right. Unarmed attack on Captain Tove then. <laughs> So you're not doing damage, but Captain Tove, you, you go to push and suddenly you're on your ass. <laughs> it's almost like I a Jackie, Jackie Chan sort of cut, like, cut through. Oh, darling, you all right? Bertram, what were you going to say? <laughs> I cast Gust on them both out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> you, may make a, you may make a strength saving throw if you'd like to. No, I just get blown out. Get blown get, out. All right. And the doors are gently sort of magically shut behind. 19, I try and make it look like it was my idea. <laughs> it just really irritatingly makes what ever cake you're wearing look more badass. The cheeks move slightly in the wind. <laughs> the the uh, the plaited beard just sort of 
Yeah, yeah, head outside. Okay, so you're now into the, the I'd say the hallway outside her office. Is it safe where she is? There's nothing. Yeah, you believe so. Like it's on the second floor. Um, there's normally guards and stuff around, and you've posted a couple in and around outside and stuff. But no, there's no one currently on the second floor. You think everyone's enjoying the party? Right. Well, shall we head downstairs and just announce to everyone that the lady sends her best regards, but is uh, otherwise unfortunately engaged. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic idea, darling. However, should we not just uh, have a servant posted outside the door, just in case she needs anything? Yes, that seems prudent. Well, I am very good at my job, Bertie. But do you put a fucking As swan out there? The guardian of <laughs> swans. <laughs> uh, royal swan, thank you. Uh, um, so you put a swan outside. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> just indicate of one of the servants to um, just wait outside. Yeah, it's, um, you, you see one of the sort of serving uh, ladies come through and sort of like just gives you a nod and sort of just sort of waits patiently outside. Right, and that. I had better go and see to what I planned because mm -hmm. things have things have changed now. <laughs> so are you make all making your way back to the brawl at uh, the ballroom. That's it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go mingle and have a good time. All right. So you make your way down down the stairs, and as you are getting to the into the ballroom, you maybe open the doors, and the doors behind you of the entrance hall open. And you can feel like the cold rushing in, this cold rushing in. You turn and there's a guard rushing in. He's a council members, council members, you have to. And as they're about to speak, there is almost like a, a noise, like a as a huge glass shard comes through the guard's face, maybe about a foot or so, and falls down dead. And standing in the entranceway is a creature which no one here has seen before. It is sort of a weird sort of humanoid creature, bipedal, long, long arms, almost into the end of shards, completely made of what looks like a glass substance, an ice substance. Its face, uh, the same contours of a human's face, but no real sockets, no real eyes, no nothing. Just the way it's sort of made, almost like, um, like almost like pixels in a way, you know, when it all the way it's sort of mapped, like a 3D mask, as it were. And it's just sort of there, like the, and it gets back its hand, sh shakes its arm. The body of the guard just falls probably to the side where the owl statue, the uh, owl bear statue is, and it's just there. And it looks at all three of you, and a horrible, horrible grin that goes all the way up to sort of where the eyes are, and it screams a horrible, almost like the sound of glass cracking and breaking. I'd like all three of you to roll initiative. <laughs> Oh no! Zero Dex oh, no. characters suck, David. Oh my god, don't they? <laughs> See, I've got two decks. I've got two decks. Yeah, just help me about zero. <laughs> yeah, it's not done me any favors. All right. Uh, anyone got uh, a turn above twenty? No. Nope. No. Nope. Fifteen to twenty. Um, nope. Nope. Oh no. Ten to fourteen. Um, nope. 10 for Grand Visage. Uh, Rick. Visage. Visage. Shush. Uh, five to nine. Six. Oh my god, Sam, really? Three. Oh. Oh, oh dear. Uh, Bertram. 
All right. Interesting. Uh, Rurik, what's your dex? Plus two. Plus two. Okay. Good to know. Do, 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 do. Okay. First things first is the lair action. Behind you, there is an almighty crash as all of the windows in the ballroom smash open. The screams of the people in there, as you turn, you see three more of these creatures enter, breaking through the glass. And you see them, like, a couple of people catch being caught in the crossfire, and they get... Uh, that's, oh, yeah, well, I should get some dice out for this, shouldn't I? One person... Yeah, should. should. One person gets cut, sort of like caught in the crossfire, and you can see as their sort of skin is cut by one of these creatures down, and this person falls on the ground, their skin is covered with a horrible blue frost that sort of stretches up their arm all the way to sort of their face as they sort of shriek in horror. And various bits of any sort of flame that people were carrying, any sort of candles or anything like that, just start to sputter and cool out. Uh, that is the lair action. Mm-hmm. Rurik. You are up. You see this creature, it's about 30 feet away from you, and then behind you in the ballroom, you see three more of these creatures starting to attack the partygoers. What would you like to do? Um, I will draw the large, ornate greatsword on my back, um, the hilt of which is two swans. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> nice. Which nice. I will go... Subtle. To battle, Subtle. darlings. And I am going to use my full movement to yep. get five feet away from the thing, which should put me in melee range. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. And I'm going to... Two attacks with the two great Two attacks. Sword. Do it. He's making two attacks. Uh, not with those rolls, he's not. Um, that is a... Okay, first one is an 11. Doesn't hit. Second one is a 17. Hits. Cool. Okay. Oh, and due to Great Weapon Master, I get to re-roll that one. <laughs> re-rolled a one to a six. Nice. That is um, 14 points of damage. 14 points Oof. of damage. Nice. Tasty. You swing, this creature sort of ducks out the way, seeing you come in, and you like sweep up with an uppercut, hitting it. As you do, you see your sword glance off its very sort of hardened frost armor, making little impact. But as you do so, you have come into it sort of into close range with it, and you feel this cold, this sort of ice that is just oh part of you. As you flick up and bits of the chips sort of drop off, you take 13 points of cold damage. Yeah. As this creature sort of the coldness emanates out from it and starts to bite within your skin, within the sort of the armor you're wearing yourself. And as you pull back your sword, the whole sort of the blade of it is covered in frost. Right. Is there anything else you'd like to do? No, that's kind of all I can do. Good to know. It's go. Hooray! <laughs> it gets to go. Uh, this creature, again, does not like to be attacked. Um, it's going to come for you, she says. Fucking that. <laughs> it wants to nibble on your knees. <laughs> it does want to know. It's going to make two claw attacks. Uh, the first one is a 17 to hit. Nope. Second one is... Oh, that's not going to hit. That is a 12 to hit. No. 
So as it sort of tries to swipe at you with the claws, you're sort of like almost sort of parrying it with your sort of your sword, and it's going to come in real close and try to take a nice chunk out of you with its, with its teeth. Lovely. For fuck's sake, that's not going to hit. That's a 16 to hit. No. No. It's going to get you its aura, though, so that's fine. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, it's just there, and it's just in your face. And the way this creature is, it's sort of like scratching and sort of like biting the teeth, the teeth of it. They're not natural. They're just sort of the almost like icicles gnawing together. Again, just crashing, and you're just try, trying to hold this creature back. It's not nice at all. But that is its go. Um, and then it goes to the other three because Jacob rolled poorly on their initiatives. But all three of them go at the same time. Are they all the same thing? They look like it, yes. Yeah. You're hearing screams of terror back in the ballroom. Again, you're looking around. People are starting to run anywhere they can. They're trying to get out of the, the, the big broken uh, windows back into the gardens, perhaps. Some people are trying to get up the stairs into the mezzanine level. Some people are trying to get through into the in, past the gifts as well. The gifts are starting to fall on the floor, like breaking everywhere. The umpire band, <laughs> annoyingly, is starting to like, you hear noises and squeaks. The big tubers like running away, but still playing. <laughs> Sorry, it's just an image of it. Um, but it looks like it cuts down two or three more guests as these creatures, and again, this cold, this horrificness starts to permeate the rest of the uh, of the ballroom. And you can actually see now, uh, Bertram, you see Lloyd is like scarpering away, but the ice rink that was melting is now freezing over to a proper thick level, like horrifically hardened on that side. It is now Captain Tove's turn. Captain Tove, what would you like to do? Well, Shad, um, yep. so, right, so we've got, our grand champion of swans who is protecting the door with one of them. Then yes. back in the ballroom, there's another three. And yes. they are currently going yeah. hell for leather. Yeah. All right. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to uh, just like, ah, you got that one? All right, great. And I'm just going to draw the hammer, draw the shield and charge into the ballroom. And yep. as I get in, like lightning crackles from my eyes and I just slam the hammer into the shield. And as it does it, yep. there's this huge blast of light, like lightning is just blasting into the room. Mm -hmm. um, can two of them make a constitution saving throw on me, please? They certainly can. So the first one, that is a 16. Oh, that passes. And the second one, oh, not as good. That's a seven. A seven. All right. So one of them is now blind. Okay, um, good to know. So it can't see, and all attacks are at disadvantage, and all attacks against it are at advantage. Nice. Damn. Oh, well. <laughs> Hell, Mary. Okay. And so then I bring the shield up, and I'm like, ah, oh, shite. So yeah, you see, out of the three of them, like you, 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 again, you hit it, and the lightning sort of again sparks. The party goers are like, ah, but still like running wildly. And as the sort of lightning sort of parts, you can see one like right in the middle, a horrible one that's maybe got a huge sort of like almost half of its face missing off the one side, but still moving about, still swimming. But it's clearly struggling to see. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, no, I've just sort of gone into the ballroom gone into the ballroom perfect have you dashed in no you didn't use your action no. haven't you never mind cool uh bertram it's now your go how close are 
the innocent individuals running away from the three that have just entered. There are quite quite a few that are just going out the way. They're like because the, these creatures are moved in. So like if you imagine if you imagine sheepdogs where they move in, the sheep go around. <laughs> like so they're moving around to go out through the biggest sort of exit, which seems to be the mirror, uh, the windows out into the into the garden where the snow is. Would you say that there's a 20-foot radius sphere that I can safely throw a fireball? Yes, yeah, yeah, it's fine. They're, they're not idiots. <laughs> they're, they're keeping away from these creatures, so... Uh, could you please make a dexterity saving throw, please? Is it just one? It's a 20-foot uh, sphere, so okay. anything I can catch in that. You'll catch two of them. Okay. Okay. So a firebolt. Are you, are you going to catch... If it gets the one that's blind, it'll have disadvantage. Yeah, are you going to go for that one? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well, we'll do that one first. Right, uh, was it, sorry, what was it? Uh, dex saved, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that is a 19. You got a natural 20 on the other one. So that one, so the blinded one passes, somehow passes. And then the other, oh, no, sorry, well, two there. So the other one, oof, only a, only a seven. Okay, seven fails, and the blind one succeeds and takes half damage. Okay, what's the damage? It is... Uh, oh, that's really bad. 26 or 13. Oh, right. I was like, what? Tw so 26 or 13? Half to 13. Ah, interesting. Okay, so what happens is that you... Describe, describe how you're doing this, by the way, sorry. Uh, I bring out the uh, clock watch and a small moat of fire kind of arises above it as the clock hands begin to spin and spin and spin then flies out and lands right between them. Huge sort of the massive sort of fire sort of ignites these two. You hear a horrible, again, the scream, the sounds of like nails on chalkboard, the, the sort of the glass breaking. And as the fire dispersed, these two creatures are no longer there, completely eviscerated. Fireworks, gentlemen. Is there anything else you'd like to do? I will move away. <laughs> my AC is 10. I was born in the dark. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? Any bonus action or anything like that? Uh, I'm just moving away. Moving away, cool. But staying within 30 feet of these guys, if I can. Yep, that's fine. Top of the order, we have the lair action. So this, <laughs> the one creature left standing in the ballroom is not happy. And it, it shrieks a horrible call. And again, you, you can see it. You can all see it now. Coming out of the snow is two more of these creatures as they start to run inside. Uh, but that's its turn, though. The people are starting to file out. There's not many people left in the actual ballroom itself. Lloyd is sort of cowering next to these, next to the uh, the big sort of uh, mead fountain that's going on. People are hiding in the portrait, what, what once was a portrait room, and you can see the gift table is just completely smattered apart. You see potions and lotions starting to fill and be on the floor itself. Uh, Rurik, it is your go. You are sort of face to face with one of these creatures, horrific, like yes, snarling darling. and trying to kind of scratch at you. What would you Absolutely like to do? Horrible. I've, well, I've got to hold the line, haven't I? Yep. Uh, so I'm going to channel Fighting Spirit okay. as my bonus action and give myself some much needed temporary hit points. Uh, <laughs> yep. Next, I'm going to attack. Do it. Haha. <laughs> 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 It's in the way. Uh, however, they're, <laughs> they're at advantage now. Uh, oh, I'm, good. Getting, I'm getting quite nervous. Okay. Uh, 
Right, well, that one was a 20... I want to say 26. 26. Uh, hits. And the uh, second one... Uh, that's a that's a 17 again. Uh, hits. Roll your damage. Uh, 11 points of damage for the first hit. All right. Can I ask, is it a magical weapon? It's not. Oh, okay. Good to know. And 12 points for the second. This time you get a really good hit on it. Yes. Sorry. Having to do quick maths. How do people do it? Right. <laughs> you, you go to hit this creature. Oh, no, I've done that math wrong again. You go to hit this creature. And again, you're making carves in it. You are carving literal ice out of it. Shards are escaping from it from its side. It is pretty damaged, but it is still standing. You're thinking your attacks are not hurting itself. And of course, every time you attack it, you get... It's my only move. You take... I'm playing a warlock. <laughs> another 12 points of cold damage as again <laughs> it is sudden to bite into your armor and your breath is fogging up across it you can see your own reflection in your in your sword starting to cover over your hair it's Ooh, frosty <laughs> you don't get distracted but it the frost is in your eyebrows it's in your eyelashes you are cold it is so cold it's go unless you're unless you're planning to do anything no nah. okay you all heard me ask him, by the way. <laughs> this creature... Uh, there's nothing I can do. This creature is going to do two claw attacks. Ooh, those are going to hit, I think. So the first one is a 25 to hit. Yep. Okay, so as it hits you, it... Oh, God, why, why did I give myself so many dice? You oh, that's an 8 and a d8. Uh, you take 12 slashing damage. Okay. And you are now grappled as this creature like, gets you. Uh, the second attack was, oh, it was a five, so it would have been 11 to hit. No. And as it gets in closer, because it's got you, it's going to do a bite attack. Hey. Even at advantage, that's not good. Fuck's sake, that's a 19 to hit. 19 hits. Oh, fuck yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, oh, that's a roll, roll dice. Okay, that's five slashing damage. And can you make for me a constitution saving throw? Uh, okay. Uh, 18. 18, success. Um, as it bites into you, you feel that cold, that, that experience, and you just feel yourself starting to freeze up. You take another three points of cold damage as it starts to really, again, you can just feel ice on the wound, like su saturating it and saturating it. But that's all it does. Yeah, still up. The three frostbite is in the same room. Again, they, they can hear noises from up top where you can hear uh, Rurik fighting with this other one, but they're not interested. They're, trying, they're gonna try and find where the source of the lights and the music was, because that's what attracted them. Um, oh, not so good. They're starting to like sniff around. They're trying to, they found, oh, they found the fountain. They're starting to like pick it apart, starting to rip things to shreds. You see- That's rude. That's rude. Start, again, you see, again, if we cut to the, the movie of this moment, they, they, you can see Lloyd just hiding there, like in like Jurassic Park, like hiding whilst this creature's on top, trying to work out where he is. But do not succeed. We go to Captain Tove. What would you like to do? All right. So these things are just coming into the room, but I mean, are there more coming? Is it, is it just these ones? Make a perception check, but with disadvantage. 
I will use my Bastion of Order to make that straight roll. Ooh. Very good. That'll be your bonus action. That is a 16. Uh, looking out there, again, it's quite. It's starting to snow quite heavily. You can see the tracks of the party goers running away from the the, the scene of the crime. Um, you can't see any other creatures out there. Whatever this pack is, this is a lot of them. Uh, and would you say that the ones in the fountain are they all kind of near each other? Yes, I'd say they're all near each other. All right. Well, in case we know what's going to happen there, so I'm going to turn around in the other direction. Can I get to? Can I get to Rurik or close to him? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so running towards him, lightning crackling around the hammer, I kind of do like a sort of bit of a jump and slam my hammer onto the ground and I cast Thunder Wave on the thing <sighs> to propel it away from him. So could it uh, make, for me, a constitution saving throw again? Okay. It totally can. What? Let me make sure I'm on the right sheet. All right, Constitution saving throw. That is a 19. 19 passes. Mm -hmm. oh, damn. Okay, right. But see, so you take eight points of thunder damage, hard to four, because you pass. You hit this creature, and where the way you hit it, it is struggling a little bit. Your hammer indents it, like to the point where it's almost like a U, where the brain should be of this creature. But it looks up, and it is furious, and it sees you, and it's and again that horrible thing. Oh yeah, you've attacked. Okay, you also take. Sorry, I forgot. Um, it wasn't technically a melee attack; it was a spell. You're close to it, though, aren't you? Ah, uh, that's what it is, is it? It's yeah, it is an aura. Thirteen cold damage. That's quite. That's quite cold. Yeah, bit chilly. Your 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 um hammer. Sorry, I forgot the word for hammer. There. Your hammer is covered in frost and this this ice crackling again. The lightning and the thunder again. It's just almost like crystals just sort of reverberating out at this point. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, no, I was trying to get it off. So that fails. So never mind. I appreciate the gesture. Bertram, <laughs> it's your go. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I've been lined up for one particular task. <laughs> uh, Lloyd is there. <laughs> Lloyd, your, your blood and arms, like... <laughs> we are not related. <laughs> go on. I will go for the two. I turned Captain Toby. Sorry about the fountain. Wait, wait, wait. Is, is Lloyd by the fountain? Yeah. Yes. He's oh shit! Idiot! Oh right, sorry. I thought he was still in the corner. With... No, he's well. He's like he's like next to it. Like you can get you can get it so it doesn't hit Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do I that. more, darling. So uh, right. dexterity saving throw, please. For for two of them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, so many ones. Uh, that is a unnatural twenty. Passes. And a fifteen just passes so that's for both of them uh 17 points of fire damage you do it again and you're pulling out all the energy you can again the clockwork handles whizzing around and you you push this power out and again cinematic moment as this thing rushes towards them you see the creatures turn it's like <laughs> explodes taking both of them out in one hit exactly um and then bonus action i will recover a sorcery point by expending a single first level spell. All right, very good. Uh, anything else? Nope, that's me. Stay, staying put. All right, top of the round again, lair action. 
this creature again is looking looking for Lloyd. He's going for Lloyd. Uh, oh, yeah, I was going to find him. Uh, this creature sees Lloyd, jumps on him, and Lloyd is battering him back across, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to get him. Oh, that's a natural one. That's really annoying. Okay. <laughs> Lloyd is, like, beating him back with, like a, like, a pair of the ice skates, and the creature is just getting distracted by it, because, again, it's glancing off this horrific, like, carapace, this horrific sort of ice sort of shield it almost has. Um, he does oh, take... Lord, what's reason the aura, so it's all good. <laughs> Pretty much does, yeah. <laughs> just, you can just see him just cold, and as a result, he just stops, and he just is just on the ground, not moving. Rurik, it is your go. Oh, no, sorry, I forgot. At this point, the doors at the top of the thing open, <laughs> And Lady Validia comes out and is like, what is going on? And then sees the scene below and is aghast. And she comes down in the wheelchair. Again, the, the eight sort of mechanical legs coming down, rushing towards you, but she can only just get there in time uh, to where Rurik and Captain Tove is. Um, Rurik, what are you up to? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take a wee breather because uh, fuck me. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to use second wind as my uh, bonus action. Okay. Oh, thank God. Right. So I immediately gain 13 health back. <laughs> Fighters! <laughs> uh, next, uh, given that I'm still very much in this thing's grip, uh, as it goes to bite me again, I'm just going to shove the sword right up its gullet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, you forgot something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Make, make your are. attacks. <laughs> you are. Bomb my ass. <laughs> I think they're both going to hit. That is uh, an 18 and a 19. Excellent. Roll your damage. Wonderful. It's getting right at the tunnel. Fuck me. It's <laughs> oh. going on my heart. You don't like it up in... <laughs> Not many people do, boy. Uh, okay, so... Uh, that is uh, 24 in total. 24 in total. And you take 12 points of cold damage as you hit this creature. Well, that makes a lot of sense. How do you kill this creature, though? Well, uh, I'm I'm very much in its grip. Yep. And it raises its head back and goes to goes to bite at me again, and I just go, "Oh, you forgot something!" <laughs> and just shove the great sword right up the hole and just yank it out. Yank it out like just straight up the top of its head. Straight up and then back towards me. Excellent. As you sort of do this beautiful arc, again, cinematic moment, as you do so, this creature, like, as it comes out the top of the head, almost explodes in, like, just ice shards and crystals, like, all over. And it's, it's, it's almost like slow-mo and it falls to the ground, like, dead. And you can see it just melts away. Well, then I get down to the ground. I'm like, fuck me, I'm bloody tired. <laughs> uh, just got started. Come on, now. I've been holding the line, darling. <laughs> The last uh, creature in the ballroom sort of turns around again, hearing the the death cries of its. Uh, of its... Uh, so, so, oh, sorry, sorry. Can I use my movement to try and put myself between it and uh, good old Bertie? Yeah, sure, absolutely. You just like tur turn face, get past like Lady Validia and Captain Tove. Like, sorry, sorry, got to help. That that thing's going to come for me before it gets Bertie. Good. That's where it, that's where it's going. <laughs> to, not not today. So it turns around again, seeing its prey, Lloyd, on the ground, and sees like again where the horrid shiny thing is coming, and it just hmm, actually that is a good point. So lots of people are dead. 
Oh no, yeah, that's a minus, I forgot. Okay, <laughs> it starts to barrel its way towards Bertram, but then at the last second, Rurik, you get in the way, and it's just gonna attack you, man. It's just, first, a claw attack. Does a 11 hit? No. Second attack, does a 23 hit? Yes. <laughs> okay, you take 10 slashing damage. All right. And, and you're grappled. Okay. And then it comes in for a good old bite. Whoa. Oh, and it's advantage as well, isn't it? Oh, right. Bastion of order, make that straight roll. Okay. That was still a 22. Oh. Yeah, that'll hit. Um, you take another six points of slashing damage. Can you make me a constitution saving throw? So um, I'm unconscious by the six. So I imagine I automatically fail. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> okay, mark two death saving throws. As then this cold, it's icing on top of you. You, it's got you in its grip, and it's just bitten down on you. And Bertram, you see this? This creature, it's just feasting on this Rurik right now, and the, the ice has just completely encapsulated his face. It is now. Oh, why do I keep shutting my spreadsheet? Sorry. It is now Captain Tove's turn. <laughs> Why did you have to go unconscious? Honestly, I'm not that sort of cleric. <laughs> you, you don't, you don't have to save me. <laughs> you see, the thing is, is that Ryan is a total idiot because Ryan has the build in order to deal with this sort of situation, and he just is an absolute idiot. So, um, seeing that this thing needs to be dispensed with quickly. Um, Tove is running down the stairs and like flings the hammer that shoots between the two of them, striking the thing in the chest. And there's a huge audible as it shatters. Um, can you make a constitution saving throw? And would you describe this creature as being made of an inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal? Or ice, for instance. I ice? Sure. <laughs> yeah, ice. In which case, can you make it with disadvantage, please? I can. I can indeed. Constitution. Yeah. That is a 12. That failed. Oh, Thank God. God. <laughs> All right. You take 19 points of thunder damage. Uh, quick maths. Sorry. Fiona. Yes. Because I'm in this thing's grip, mm -hmm. we do its area of effect thing only hit me if I attack it. When you attack it and when you enter its aura. Right. Yep. I'm just wondering if I have to take a fail here. Not here. Okay. You know. No, 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 no. Don't worry. Okay. That's not that. My turn next, isn't it? It is your turn next, Bertram. Unless, Katovi, are you done? Are you done? Is it? Is it still up? It is still up. Oh. This creature didn't, this creature has not been hit so far. Until yeah, you hit but it. they were being evaporated with 17s earlier. Oh, dear. Were they? Um, they weren't. Mm, they were being uh, evaporated with double 17. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to do? It's, it makes sense now. Um, <laughs> no, unfortunately, I'm not the sort of bonus action clerk. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Bertram, what would you like to do? Uh, you see your friend that's come in between you and this creature has just got a hold, but then Captain Toby's come in, proper forward it, uh, but it's still there. I'm, I'm still about 20 feet behind at this point. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, like... Yeah. Oh, shout out, champion uh, vizier, I am not a swan, you don't need to protect me, and I will cast aid on him. Mm -hmm. uh, so he gains five hit points, and his hit point maximum increases by five as well. 
Nice. Very, very good. And then I don't really have anything bonusy to do, except I will uh, turn three sorcery points into a third level spell slot. And I will just say, busy. Uh, Get out of the way, run! <laughs> it still grappled him, <laughs> but good to know. Okay, uh, top of the round. Uh, layer action, it's a bit busy, and there's not enough of them, so that's fine. It's Lady Validia's go. Um, you hear from behind all three of you this, the sounds of the eight legs, like as this chair starts moving across it again. It comes down the stairs at great speed, uh, dashing to get to where you are, and uh, she will... She will, sorry, she will, as a bonus action, she sort of sees the ground, she goes, really, you are needed, the swans do need you, and casts Healing Word on you, and you gain, oh, great, four people, uh, you gain, uh, you gain seven hit points back. Well, you know, that that's needed right yeah. now. Yeah, I like to think that for Rorik, the healing word is just swan. Swan! That's, that's all I hear. Yeah, you just see a, a thing in slow motion. Swans need you. <laughs> it is now your go, Rorik. This creature has you, um, but it is, it is not looking great. It took a mighty hit from Captain Tobe, but it's still standing. What would you like to do? I'm in its clutches, aren't I? Mm -hmm. How stupid do I want to be? Well, first of all, I'm going to bonus action fighting spirits. I need a bit more health. <laughs> mm -hmm. Dwarves are fun as well, aren't they? Between all the healing and all the extra health you get, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Mm, this is a tough one. How damaged does it look? It's hard to tell. Like, I mean, make a bonus action perception check, so oh, disadvantage. Oh, I've already used my bonus action. Then... Uh, you know what? I'd hate myself forever if I did fighting spirit and didn't use it to its full effect. Fuck it. Fuck it. He's gonna try and finish it. Do it. Finish it. Finish it. Uh, okay, the first one is a 25 to hit. Hits. Second attack is an 18 to hit. Hits. Right. Let's re-roll the ones. Uh, nine plus uh, 21 points of damage. Okay. You are still hitting it quite heavily, but it's just clinging on to life. It's getting there. Again, you're hitting it. You take... Yeah. Uh, oh, God, I'm rolling. Ooh, ooh. That is another 14 cold damage. I'm rolling fives and sixes tonight. And again, this ice is on the back of your head now. Like, basically, you just become Frostbeard. I don't know how else I could tell you. You're just covered That's in the shit. <laughs> like... uh, yeah, I don't have enough health to action surge, so I'm not going to. All right. It's go. You're in its grasp. It's going to try. Uh, fuck, I totally should have action searched. Do you want to? I've not rolled yet. <sighs> yeah, I've got thingy up. And go if it. it's going to take a turn anyway, I'm going to go down. If I go down, I'm dead. So go I may it. as well go down on my terms. Do it. By the way, Tove, you've also got five HP increase as well. Oh, thank you. Well, I'd say five HP and then max HP up as well. Yep. Uh, nice. First one is a 16 to hit. Hits. Second one is a 16 to hit. Hits. Roll your damage. 14. Uh, 14 plus um, 18, 22, 25, 25, 29 points of damage. Damn. I mean, there's a casual 50 damage in a turn with... Uh... 
definitely. Great weapon master, um, or great weapon fighting, whatever it is, is fantastic on a great sword. How do you kill it? Uh, he is <laughs> he is going to slice down at the um, at the arm that is holding him, and knowing that this is going to put me on my ass once again. Yep, I'm ready. <laughs> instead, just leaps up. No, Fiona, there's no point in even rolling. I'm on my ass. Yep, you're on your ass. <laughs> he he ass. leaps up and will, in a backhanded grip, just embed the greatsword into this thing's face and fall down with it and just pass out on top of it. As you do that, the, the ice, it's sort of, again, as soon as it hits the ground, it's like, oh, what's happening? Well, you know when they had those videos where they threw hot water in the air and it turned into ice, but then it was really hot? It's that sort of thing where it just hits the ground and into snow and melts away. But uh, Rurik is on the ground. Like, but and again, the cold all over him. No, <laughs> Tove. I don't want to be that cleric, but I'm going to have to because he keeps falling down. <laughs> and you're out of initiative. Um, oh, well, typically you get uh, five HP. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, if, if you want, you can just leave me and see if my next death save actually kills me. <laughs> Oh, don't be oh, you know what? Actually, that's totally not what I would have done. I would not have cast your wounds. I would have cast Spare the Dying. So that happens instead, so you'll just stay by. <laughs> and then I would sit down and I would use Prayer of Healing instead. So over 10 minutes, I'm going to do that. And it's way more efficient. Fair enough. Lady Validia sort of comes down and says, are you, are you, are you okay, council members? What, what on earth was that? We are not quite yet sure. Uh, we have as much information as you. <sighs> they seem to be coming from the garden. Am I right in thinking they're coming from the garden? Uh, that, well, it, you look and the, like the windows where the gardens were are, are completely broken. It's just like, those of you who are still conscious can make a nature check or a history check. With advantage, actually. Well, can I, say so over 10 minutes, can I cast Prayer of Healing to get Rurik back on his feet? Yeah, as oh yeah, absolutely. So I'll, that's 13 HP to everybody. <laughs> It needs it. Nice. 19 on history. 19 on history. Any advances on 19? Oh, um, sorry, but was it history or...? History or nature uh, with advantage. Oh, unlikely. Um, mm. I assume that I'm not able to make this check. You, know, you can if you want. 12. Like, 12. 12, okay. So 19, 12. Uh, Lady Validia got a 15, I think. 10. Okay. Bertram, you are the one that figures it out. You have heard of these creatures, these sort of... The reasons why uh, you have patrols around the boulder shields is that a new threat has occurred in the last maybe decade or so. These creatures, almost like ice elementals that hunt in packs and take out unwary travellers as they make their way to sort of the bigger capitals en route from Holder on the Hill. And the colloquial name for them is just simply known as frostbiters. These horrific sort of creatures that will just bite and, and spread this horrible aura. They don't usually come to cities and stuff, but you think they might have been attracted here, possibly from the lights and the party and the revelry. But you're not sure. They don't usually come this far into a holder on hill. True tragedy. Um, I hope not too many people were hurt, but I think we've lost a few guards. Uh, you're right, Wizzy. Hand them some rum. 
thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm very, very cold, darling. I was, uh, uh... Did it look heroic? Is anyone attractive, see? Can I ask, Rurik, does your, um, experience yeah. happen now? Because the curtain's been up this whole time. Uh, so, he... <laughs> he sort of opens his eyes, sees that she is, uh... She's, she's here. here. And then just suddenly, in the middle of his sentence, he goes, Oh, oh, oh my god, oh my god! Parents, <laughs> take... Lads! Fucking hell. If, if you will allow me the creative, creative licensing, the only curtain... That That's still there, hanging, yeah. Suddenly peels back where 40 swans hop up onto the balcony and they start to sing... She's a jolly good fellow. <laughs> Performance check with advantage because you are the guardian of the royal swords. Can I give him guidance as well? As Absolutely, can? you can. <laughs> okay, what do I have for guidance? A D4. 22. <laughs> you know what? Without the umpire band, it's not half bad. <laughs> She's bemused by it. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, Rurik. <laughs> wah, wah. I mean, it's worth pointing out, they're not singing in common. No, no, no. And actually, a couple of them do look a little bit, like, a little bit drowsy on the feet, as you think some small child has probably been feeding them <laughs> a little bit of a rum as she's gone behind the curtain. <laughs> She, Lady Validius. Timothy, pick up the slack. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lady Validius. <laughs> yeah, he's already dead. Lady didn't stand a chance. <laughs> didn't stand a chance. You cannot know how upset I was when I thought I wasn't going to be able to say that. <laughs> Lady Validius takes a moment and she does something that the three of you do not expect. She begins to laugh. <laughs> she sort of bowls over. And it's such a strange, like, like experience. Amongst the dead. <laughs> <laughs> the dead, the broken glass, the snow, the upturned table. She begins to laugh at this absurd sight of 40 <laughs> swans. 39, Timothy let the side down. <laughs> and then one of the swans, like, flaps down. And inside, it has a letter. And Rurik, you don't remember this. You're like, this is not part of the schedule. You know, you had many rehearsals with these bloody swans. Maurice. Maurice <laughs> waddles over and then sort of like comes up to Lady Validia and, <laughs> and has a letter. And Lady Validia is like, looks to you, Rurik, is like... <laughs> Oh, no, no, my lady, that's not from me. He and I will have a talk about this at home. This is the... Takes a letter. <laughs> takes a letter. We all okay? Sorry. It's no. okay. We will talk about this at home. <laughs> I killed Ryan with Maurice and Sam with what talk about this She takes a letter, and on it you all see there is a seal upon it. And it's the seal of Lord Ashenroot. And she looks to your, opens the scroll, and reads aloud what it says. My dearest love, forgive me. I know my sudden departure will have caused some alarm and distress amongst the royal court, 
but I couldn't be sure who we could and could not trust. Our enemies have many ears and eyes within the shields itself, so I could only guarantee our land's safety uh, by departing as I did. I have indeed left the shields and hidden my tracks in doing so. I must go take care of a matter that which lies beyond our realm and possibly the known borders of the material plane itself. I cannot say exactly where I am going or how long I will be gone for, as, frankly, I do not know myself. Until recently, I did not believe such a place could even exist outside old dwarven wives' tales to scare us as children. A city-state where the dead do not stay dead, but rise, live, and work just as mortals do. Know this, my love. Even if my quest takes me to the very edges of our world and beyond, I will, with each passing day, be forever longing to return and be by your side once again. I wish I could have told you all this and more in person, but it was too dangerous, even for you, my love. Too great a risk. I know you would have wanted to come with me when I would need you here in my stead. It was for the best, I promise, even if you don't see it yourself. Despite your misgivings, I know you will make a fine ruler for the people. You will achieve so much and more for Holder on Hill than I could ever dream of. Think of this as not goodbye, but merely farewell for a brief time. I love you, Lydia. Yours forever and a day, Adric Gilthrop Ashenroot. Oh, Maurice. <laughs> what penmanship he has. <laughs> no, that's not what I say. That's exactly what Fiona would have said, though, if she was in your position. So I, I highly approve. <laughs> uh, Rurik would, would like to sort of take a knee. Oh, Maurice, darling, where did you find that? <laughs> Maurice ah, sort of points at all the paintings, points at the plaque you missed, points at the owl bear, and then does basically the swan for you missed a giant puzzle, but we ran out of time. Uh, so the swan solved it for you. <laughs> Behind the sandwiches. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Maurice was quest hub. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Lady Validia folds up the letter. Thank you, council members. Um, thank you for, well, as she sort of looks around for this. Um, we should reconvene in the morning. We need to go find my husband. And that is where we'll end this one shot. <laughs> <laughs> sorry we missed the clue very good i'm so sorry i was oh. too busy knocking around no not at all that was, that was at least nine tenths knocking around <laughs> that was exactly what i asked for and more you you did the one thing i wanted which is to draw pictures so. <laughs> <laughs> what, what gifts did you guys get for lady um mine was a platinum necklace with emeralds set in it that is adjustable Ooh. Oh, very, very nice. nice. Very nice. I just I misinterpreted slightly. Mine was an endless decanter of rum that I was using as the display. So Perfect. I think that worked fine. Two birds, one stone. It worked. It worked. I got her a grey bag of tricks, which would provide her with a furry animal friend from when she wants to be alone. <laughs> the bag for the furries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fiona, could you roll a d20 d8 out of interest? A d8? What you would have when got. I would have presented it to her, what she would have got by random. Okay. Ah, come on. A six. A giant badger appears. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what to do with that, but sure. Oh, man. 
That was really good. That was really, really good. good. Sorry for not picking up the clues. I, I no, it's it's David who went, oh, there's a plaque. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, all right. I was far too ingrained in character. No, that, it's totally fine. I was just more aware of time. So I was like, nah. But no, you guys did really well. Thank you so much. <laughs> Don't forget you can check out Ryan's Civ 6 channel on YouTube and on Discord. That's Ursa Ryan on YouTube and the Ursa Ryan Discord. You can come find me and pretty much the other three co-hosts at this point on several different episodes of What Am I Rolling? A twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast. Available on the What Am I Rolling website and wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm hopefully going to be starting up our own official Discord server for both What Am I Rolling and the DMs Book Club, along with a Patreon, so do keep your eyes peeled for that. Thanks again, and we'll speak, hear, listen to you soon. I'll never get this right, but thank you so much for listening, and see you later. Bye! Bye!